Welcome to the Launch University Podcast, turning good intentions into reality in your career, business, and life. Here's your host, Jeff Henderson. Today's episode is entitled Rocket Fuel, and our goal for this is to help launch you into a brand new year. Hey, everybody, it's Jeff, and for the first time in quite a while, we have the entire Launch University team, David Farmer, Shane Benson, Kevin Jennings. David, let me start with you. How do we all four get together here? I think it's a Christmas tradition. If <laughs> nothing right. else, we will at least get together over Christmas. We all suspected that we would be bringing gifts, I guess, right? Yeah. Yeah, and we all brought each other socks for some <laughs> odd reason. I have no idea why. So that's that's a whole other podcast. That's so. right. That's right. What not to do. Yeah. But anyway, they were great socks. I so, think it so speaks to alignment. <laughs> that's right. Kevin's the one that showed up with the best gift, but he didn't bring socks. But you, you knew. I, I you knew something yeah. was up, right? I yeah. Next year, next yeah. year, socks. That's right. Yeah, if you need to borrow socks, call We've got Launch them. University. So here's where we're going to go. We're going to talk through 10 ways to help you launch your new year. And at the end, we're going to let you know about a way that you can download this for a free downloadable resource so that you can actually go through this bit by bit so that as you do this, it'll be rocket fuel for your new year. So that's where we're going, David. Yeah. And, uh, let's start first with you, and we're going to go around the, the circle here. But the first one is a book list for 2018, and we've learned from uh, the Truett Cathy who said the best way to improve yourself is the books you read and the people you interact with. So we thought to help you develop your own book list, we would provide some some book suggestions. So what are a couple of book suggestions you have for the okay. new year? I'll give you one that uh, I just read and one that I'm in the midst of right now. This first one has been around a few years, but it is the everything store, and it, it's the story of Amazon and Jeff Bezos, but I just finished it. Phenomenal uh, book. I had no idea how big his vision was when he started, much bigger than just books. And then I'm in one now um, called Extreme Ownership. I just want to say by Jocko, and I'm trying to remember Jocko's last name, Navy Seals. Uh, It's like Jocko Willits. And it is about how we really need to take ownership of our choices, behaviors, habits, actions. Um, And he he takes what he learned as a, a special ops soldier and applies it to what we're going through day in and day out in our lives. That's great. I'm actually taking notes. I'll build on that a little bit in the same theme of the military. Um, I just finished a book called One Mission, which is a follow-up book that General McChrystal wrote called Team of Teams. And Chris Fusel wrote this book um, about the importance of having one goal as an organization and how you're insanely focused on that one thing. So that was a really good read. And as a follow-up to that, Another book I just finished that I highly recommend is called The Founder's Mentality. Um, That was written by Chris Zook. And the premise of this book is how important it is as a founder or an entrepreneur to keep this insurgent mentality, not forgetting what got you there and what made you successful. Because oftentimes, as as success grows, you tend to forget what actually got you there and how important it is to build your organization around this insurgent mentality. So really, really good book. Great. Kevin? Yeah, if there's one book I want to recommend, it's a book I read a while ago that I plan on rereading next year, actually. It's called The Dip. Uh, by Seth Godin, yeah. super short, um, less than 100 page, less than 100 pages, but it's really about the power of saying no. And I think if you're if you're a launcher, that's probably one of your biggest challenges is figuring out what to say no to. And he helps you evaluate that really well. So I recommend that book. Two for me, 
I, this is one of the rare books I've ever done this. Ego is the Enemy. I actually read that book twice this past year. It's fantastic. Ryan Holiday wrote it. And then another book I would recommend, both from a speech standpoint, if you have to give a speech, and just from history, is The Greatest Speech Ever, The Remarkable Story of Abraham Lincoln and His Gettysburg Address by James Cotton. Fantastic, incredible book. Learned so much about what they had to do at Gettysburg just to get ready for that. But then his preparation for the speech was amazing. Thank you, Shane. Shane, Shane uh, gently gave me a reminder to talk about two books. And I, I have one more, though. And it's called True Story. And it's um, How You Can Use Story to Transform Your Business. Uh, I read it's by, that. It's by Ty Montague. He's a former, a former ad exec at uh, J. Walter Thompson, North America. And that book has really just... But it, it was pre-story brand, actually, um, as far as it just didn't get some of the same hype because of his uh, notoriety. But the book will transform how you see brands and how you see stories, even your own story for what you're creating. So the point is, whether you want one of these books or not, developing your book list and having that ready for the new year is very, very helpful. And get a head start and try to complete one of these books, depending on when you're listening to this, try to complete one of those books on your list before the end of the year. And I would just tell you, to build on this, I heard a principle, this was years ago, about reading because you think, gosh, I'm so busy. I don't have time to read. Literally 20 minutes a day. Yep. That principle has helped me read so many books, just 20 minutes a day. And it's amazing how many books you can get through in the course of a year. Absolutely. Having a reading goal for the week. Yeah. Oh, that's good. It yep. is very, very helpful. A second one, second way that you can launch your new year is actually asking yourself some questions. So we're going to go around the circle here and provide one or two questions. I'll start first. We'll go the other way. Um, one question I think that would be really, really helpful is what are your top three memories of this past year? And the reason I think that's important is just to reflect. Some, some, sometimes as launchers, we can get so focused on the, the future, which is awesome, but reflect back and actually appreciate and celebrate what you did in the previous year. So what are top three mem- your top three memories of 2017? And then connected to that, what are three memories that you want to create in the year ahead? So you reflect on three memories, and then you begin to think of the future and talk about what are three memories I want to have this time in the new year. Kev? Yeah, um, one of the things I always ask myself, uh, Chris Gillibo presented this idea to me, at least, a long time ago, and it was really saying, down the middle of a page, I should write down what, what, did, what did I accomplish this year, or like what went well this year, or and what did I not complete, or what did, I, what did not go well this year. I know we hear that a lot of times, but for me, I am not a person who stops and celebrates the wins. I just don't do it. I mean, I, it's almost hard for me to even get up to the celebration emotionally, and every time I stop and do that in the year, I'm like, wow, like this year went exponentially better than than I've ever given the year credit for. And every single time I'm able to sit back and be grateful, um, both spiritually, obviously to God and what he's done for me and my family, but also just what I've been able to do um, with those around me. So that's a big one, stopping and actually what went well as well. That's great. A couple questions for me that were helpful last year, actually, um, were two really simple questions. What am I going to start doing and what am I going to stop doing? And so one of the things I started doing was I was going to track the number of minutes of exercise, that that's a a principle or goal I was going to have last year. And then as far as stop, and this is going to sound ridiculous, but I basically said stop eating ice cream after nine o'clock at night. And so that was a habit that I'd gotten into. So those two questions, like really think through what are you going to start? What are you going to stop? You went from there to running an Ironman. So there you go. (laughs) That that ice cream had a big impact. (laughs) Thank you. Okay. (laughs) 
Uh, for me, Jeff, I would say that almost two sides of the same coin with these two questions. One is, where do I have a lot of momentum in my life right now and why? Mm -hmm. And then the other side of that coin is, where am I stuck right now? Yeah. And why? And maybe there's some principles from the areas where I have momentum that I need to apply to the areas of my life where I'm kind of stuck. Okay. So those are the first two. Now, remember, what we're doing is we're building a framework that we're going to allow you to download so that you can provide your own answers for this to help you create some rocket fuel to launch it into the new year. Let's go to the third one. It's clutter. Shane, let me just pick on you. We'll, we'll talk maybe clutter and delegate kind of rapid fire. What, what's something that you would like to declutter in your life for 2018? This is going to sound ridiculous, but it is my clutter. Closet. I mean, as crazy as it sounds, it is just time. I throw everything in there, and it's a very practical thing for me to do. But having that straight and organized helps me get ready for the morning and exercise clothes where they need to be. And so, um, I mean, as crazy as it sounds, that's a very physical example, but clutter there. On the, the more organizational standpoint, there are some – I've got – multiple tools right now that keep me organized and I'm trying to condense those down to one and just have one resource that I use literally it's it's called things it's just a time management system but using that versus three you getting it down to one so removing some of that clutter mm -hmm. great Dave you want to move to delegate Sure. Or, you want to okay. say, or is there something you want to talk about as it relates to clutter? Well, I'll give you one that I'm thinking about. I do this typically at the beginning of each year, but I feel like it's important to have kind of all your financial stuff uh, in order. I've actually been the executor of an estate of a friend who passed away, and it was not really in good shape, and it was created a lot of stress. It was hard. And so I don't ever want to do that. And, and for anybody that might come behind me, but I also think it's really helpful just to kind of um, uh, help you manage everything going forward. So I have kind of this financial notebook, which is like everything that's going on in my life financially all in one place. And I want to refresh that and get rid of all the old stuff. And there's something about having it all together neat. It helps you feel like you got a handle on things. So whether it's, um, it could be uh, insurance um, accounts, it could be investment accounts, it could be assets, it could be will, it's all that stuff, titles to vehicles, whatever, all kind of wrapped up in one notebook or place so that somebody could walk in and understand it. That would be my uh, a, a clutter opportunity. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Uh, you want to go to delegate? Yeah. Here's one that I've done recently that I love. I found somebody who will help take care of my cars. And so they literally will not only just wash your cars, but they will actually take them to have the maintenance done on them as well. And it's just one more thing off the list. So that's kind of simple, practical. Never really thought that way about cars, but uh, the guy that does it is Ricky. Shout out to Ricky. Love it. Does an awesome job. <laughs> I love it because you've gone from Ricky to James the driver, and so that's that's awesome. I love it. Yes. <laughs> that's right. Well, I actually have one for delegating as well. So this is, this is actually my first year that I've ever had an assistant um, that works with me regularly. I mean, I had a team assistant for everything we we're doing marketing-wise, but um, so Kendall came in my life. She's my virtual assistant. She's based in Nashville, and she does a fantastic job. It's been game-changing for me and my family. But the other part of it is I'm actually working on automation, this next year. So my goal is not just to clear up my schedule, but also clear up hers as well by automating in a really intense way. So uh, even so for the past few weeks, I've been, I'll even say when I get to a certain location, hey, text my wife that I'm arrived safely. Um, hey, what, hey, you know, 10 minutes before, my, before my, next, my next meeting, text the person, see if we're still on, or 24 hours before. If there's bad weather at 8 p.m., scan the weather and text me or email me saying, hey, pack your raincoat tomorrow morning. So like just really thinking the things I would usually spend 
mental energy trying to think through how much that can be automated from any human doing for me all together. I've been inspired by what's been going on with like, you know, Tim Ferriss and these other guys. So I'm, I'm trying to automate next year. Another example that we're actually using together, and this may be something for you that are trying to launch a business and such, is we're using a company called Dime, and they're actually, we've delegated over kind of the invoicing and the banking system of what we call Launch University. And so that's a, we're, we're in the early stages of that, but we've already seen benefits of leveraging somebody to help us with the finances uh, as we're beginning to start a business. And those are the first four. So we have the book list, the new resource, clutter, and delegate. And so let's move about halfway there now, or we now are halfway there, Kev. Question, uh, not questions to ask, but the new resource. Uh, yeah. So we, you actually a little bit talked a little bit about this about your automation. So that's kind of a new resource for you. It really is. I mean, so I'm using this a fantastic app for iPhones called Workflowy. I mean, I, and I can build workflows between different apps on my phone. So I can say, okay, if I get this message and I star it, automatically add the attachment to Dropbox for me. If I get this message and I do this, so it's actually kind of taking a lot of that off of me that I would, even receipts. If I scan the receipt, put it in Dropbox and Google Drive, back it up, that kind of stuff's been pretty fantastic. But I mean, this whole podcast is a resource too, right? And so I think what we're trying to do is make sure that you get a resource through this podcast. So hopefully we're part of that for you. Um, but that's one for me. Guys? I want, this is going to sound silly, but I found a new resource for my golf game, and I'm really excited about. It is an app called The Grint. It's called G-R-I-N-T, and it keeps track of your handicap, keeps track of shots to the green, keeps track of putts. It, it measures yardage. It's an amazing tool, and I have a goal for 2018 to lower my handicap by five strokes, and so I'm using that resource. So that's a, an example of resource for me. I'll give you an old school and a, and a new one. Mallory, my wife, asked me what I wanted for Christmas. And I said, I want a bulletin board that I can put in my office at home to um, turn into a vision board so I can keep images. And, mm -hmm. and Kevin gave me some stuff for uh, Christmas today that I'm going to put on my new uh, vision bulletin board. Assuming and it wasn't socks. No, so assuming I do get job, that Kevin. for Christmas. But yep. that, that's a new resource I want. That's the old school. And then... Uh, I actually wanted an easy way to do smoothies, and so I found a company called Daily Harvest, and it's like a subscription frozen smoothie business with really healthy recipes. And so I now get six smoothies delivered to me via they FedEx. How does that work? They They're frozen. They come with dry ice, and then all you have to do is put them in the mixer and add a liquid, whether that's coconut water or almond milk or whatever, and you're good to go. It makes it super simple, and it's a lot of healthy ingredients. You would have to spend a lot more time if you went out and sourced them all individually and mixed it up. And, and what's the name of that again, Dave? Daily Harvest. Do we get affiliate income from that, by the way, <laughs> we Kevin? Gotta, we got to work on that ASAP. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, feeling, I'm feeling a little pressure. Affiliate income. That would be a new resource. That's my other new resource. <laughs> That's awesome. And uh, I got some great new socks for my new resource, uh, as, as Shane mentioned. I did, too. Um, Keep those toes warm. And I will tell you, though, in terms of new resources, uh, the team here at Launch University is actually providing a new resource called Elevator Pitch. And the reason we're doing Elevator Pitch is because we know that you've got, if you're listening to this, there's something in you. You've got an idea or several ideas. But a great idea doesn't sell itself. A great idea plus com great communication equals momentum. So we're launching Elevator Pitch, which is uh, an online 
resource that you can that will really guide you through how to combine your great idea with great communication. So, Kev, tell us some about that that new resource. Absolutely. So it's a it's a fantastic situation where we're going to walk you through some video teachings along with a really simple workbook. We kind of fill in the blanks to kind of help you actively listen, and then some exercises where you can actually build your elevator pitch in real time. And so we've heard us come on here. You've heard us actually work on our pitch. I don't know if you listened to the first episode of this, but Launch University's evolved over just the first 40 episodes or so. So we would love for you to actually kind of hear us work on our pitch, but we want to help you do that because initially, if you have a great idea or an idea you want to develop, you're going to talk about it to someone, even if it's just your spouse, your best friend, your parents. And so with that being said, we want to help you do that well because if you communicate your idea well, you will have the opportunity to gain momentum because others can give you feedback on that idea. So if you go to myelevatorpitch.net, you will have an opportunity to either buy it or join the waiting list if it's not available at the moment, but you can buy it. And if you come to the site, we will give you a free personal brand assessment because as Jeff has said many times, we're often asking people to believe in our idea when they're asking themselves if they can believe in us. Right. And I think it's a really, really powerful concept to say, what can I do with how I present myself to make sure people can have more faith in what I have to bring to the table? Great. So myelevatorpitch.net, we'd love to help help you this year. Please. That's, that's a new resource for you. That'd be awesome. So again, we're trying to build this framework for rocket fuel for launching your new year. And let's go to the second half. And David, you're, I think, the best one at this, social experiments. Yeah, let me define that by saying a couple of years ago, I decided I want to bust out of ruts and I'm going to try things I've never tried before and give myself permission to fail. And if it doesn't work, you know, no sweat, just move on. But it could be something that actually gets helpful. It's really helpful. And, that, and Shane, you, I, I kept talking about, man, I wish I had somebody like an Uber driver all the time. And you said, I dare you <laughs> to just try it one week. And you, I, you took me up on the dare, man. I, I love did. It. And, right. and that has actually been a good thing for about, I don't know, a year and a half, almost two years now. So that's an example. Just try something you never tried before. It could be totally different workout routine. And or, I believe your driver actually buys you breakfast, too, doesn't he? And you go through the drive-thru, and he, he you pay for it. But he gets you the breakfast on your way to work. He brings I mean, him a daily harvest. That's, that's, how he that's right. That's a derivative of a social. <laughs> okay, okay. So here, I'll give you one. I that I, here's an example of one that I've got queued up. I, I, I still feel like I need to conquer email. And so my goal is, how can I minimize the amount of time I have to spend on email? Because I don't feel like that's ultimately how I add value through email. And so part of the experiment is figuring out how far can I go in ignoring emails. Um, is with, that why I haven't heard from you? Exactly. <laughs> Without kind of crossing a line. So I, that's an experiment. I'm going to probably mess part of it up, but I'm going to push the line to figure out what emails can I ignore versus those I really have to respond to? And how, to what degree can I contain email and limit its impact on my overall quality of life? How about that? That's great. That's great. I actually have a social experiment on my list for this year. I'm trying to see, I'm, I'm experimenting with the idea of actually paying a virtual assistant to do nothing else but help other people. So people always say, hey, Kevin, do you do you have a recommendation for this? I'm like, you know what? I don't. If I research it, I might be able to put together. You know, I'm going to pay. I'm actually going to pay someone to start helping people with these small things mm -hmm. when they ask for something really simple. Like, hey, I would love to know a good restaurant. Okay, I will pay someone to find one for you. Because I feel like when I look at Zappos and these great stories, I'm like, that's my heart, but my schedule doesn't allow it. But I'm willing to put some money up to help some friends with some small things like, hey, I'm, I'm busy. Okay, we'll take care of that for you. I'm going to take care of that for you. So I'm going to see how that goes next year. Just to pay. Just 
put a budget aside to say, I'm going to help a couple people every month with anything they need help with, even if I can't do it myself. I love the spirit of that. That's just a great, that's a great idea. I love the phrase of this. It's an experiment, so, so try it out. We'll move on to the next one, which uh, is called Etched Memory. And let me give you an example of this. This time last year, actually, uh, many people forget this, but last year everyone was kind of down on the Georgia Bulldogs because they had lost to Georgia Tech. And But I had an etched memory. I've always wanted to go to a football game at Notre Dame. And Georgia actually was going to play Notre Dame this past this year. And so I knew that this was the time to buy tickets. Um, so I bought tickets. Everybody was down on Georgia and got them at a relatively inexpensive rate because that game actually became the hottest ticket in college football next to Alabama, Florida State when the season opened. So my son and I went up to uh, Notre Dame, had a fantastic experience. And I just have to give a shout out to the Notre Dame fans, the security, they're, they're, they're phenomenal. And uh, I wanted to put my arms around them and say, when y'all come to Athens, we're not going to be this nice to you. Okay, no, so I apologize no. for that. So that's an example of an etched memory, going to a college football game, seeing your favorite team, the Georgia Bulldogs, play at Notre Dame. So, But that does take some planning. It doesn't always have to be like that. But but this idea of etched in your memory banks is where we're going. I, just to build on that a little bit, a friend of mine gave me a very practical way to think about when you can do these etched memories. And I'll never forget, he said, just take a simple spreadsheet, put your age for each year, just kind of go, okay, this year I'm going to be 35, next year 36, you get it. Put If you're married, put your spouse's age, your anniversary, and if you have kids, put their ages too. And what's interesting is as you go down through the years, you'll start to see some alignment on things like, oh, my daughter's turning 16, this could be a significant year. Or I'm turning 40, this may be a significant time. Or we're going to be celebrating our five-year anniversary here in this month and all of a sudden you start to you can start to circle those areas and go hey what can I do what how can I think ahead to create that etched memory and so years ago we did this with our kids and we just kind of decided you could almost see a slope where each of them were turning 10 and we decided you know what every time our kids turn 10 we're going to go to Disney World that's what we're going to do and that has been an etched memory and they all started looking forward to it and we do the same type of thing with significant birthdays and such but that's always been a best practice I think can, can help people create these etched memories. That's great, Shane. All right, the last three. For, uh, number seven is daily habit. Daily habit. I got one. Um, I do this now every year. This is a shout out to Mark Batterson, who is a pastor and author up in the D.C. area. And he has written a book called The Circle Maker, but there's a derivative of, the, of that book called Draw the Circle. And it's really a book about the importance of prayer in our life. And he took his content and he broke it down into uh, little bitty bite-sized pieces. You could probably read a chapter in five minutes. So at the beginning of every year, I have a habit of reading through the 40 chapters in Draw the Circle by Mark Batterson. And I'll just promise you it is it, it can be life-changing. So that's a habit at least to kick off the year. That's awesome. And Mark is uh, a fantastic writer as well. Shane? Yeah, I think there's a there's a variety. I mean, if you look at your daily habits, I mean, one for me, this is a new one for 2018. I started a little bit early, uh, but I just said, I'm going to do 100 push-ups, 100 sit-ups, and 100 squats a day. Uh, embarrassingly, I started that two weeks ago, and I had to do 50 
uh, girl push-ups on my knees to get through it. But I, I'll be honest with you, I did it. I'm not proud of that. I'm hoping to come back to you this time next year and say, I did 100 on my own. But that is the reality of setting those daily habits. You actually just click away at it. That's so. awesome. I'll say for me, uh, fortunately, I don't have to do girl push-ups. But for me, the, the habit... <laughs> I'm, I'm embarrassed. I, that gummit, I, I did an Ironman, and I could not finish the 100. I, know, that I was dying, man. Yeah, dying. Shane sees the bully at the beach, and he's like, I'm, like, I'm going to run away from you, and you'll never catch me because I can run forever. Now, listen, that's, that's not fair. That's not fair. I was trying to be genuine and transparent right. right there, and we you guys are taking advantage of that. That's right. Be careful. Uh, our friend Tommy Newberry talks about early morning success ritual I'm pretty good at that but the habit I'm not haven't been that good at is the nighttime success ritual so for me in this year I want to get better at that and whether it's reading something um, planning out the day you know there's the adage a good day begins the night before I want to have a better night before and I think if I have a better night before I'm going to have more better days so that's my daily habit for 2018 one of them so last two stop doing this is really really important concept that we learned from Jim Collins, uh, who wrote Good to Great and Built to Last. So many people have a start doing list, but they they place all of these new start doing things or items on top of an already big list. So, And we know David Farmer has already stopped doing email and driving to work. <laughs> so is there anything else that you've stopped doing? Yeah. Yeah. Make Make movies. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, mixing my own shades. Yeah, that's true. I, my, the one I'm looking for is I have all these supplements I take, and I, every week I have to sit down and like put them in the little. I'm like, who can do that for me? So that's on my list. And you were giving me grief about a hundred push-ups, and you got that little medicine thing. Is that what you're saying with the dates on it? Exactly. And you got to take your pills. Yeah. Okay. All right. Just checking. All right. That's awesome. Kevin, how about you? What's a stop doing? Yeah, I mean, there's plenty on my stop doing list. Actually, so much is on it that. I'm actually been talking about how I can create a daily habit of scheduling 30 minutes a day to try to delegate something else. That, I mean, it's literally been on my, like, can I schedule a, an appointment with myself and just find something to delegate and try to get it off your plate in that 30 minutes. And so, uh, so my stop doing was just that long at this point where I'm like, I can probably, can I get myself down to my strength zone really? So there's a lot I want to stop doing. Things like, you know, administrative tasks, but even anything that's repeatable. I think that's my thing. Anything that I do in my world that's repeatable, a lot of my client work is repeatable. It's just saying, hey, yeah, at some point you're gonna do that again. Can you train someone else to do it um, in your day-to-day -day work? And that's that's how I'm, how I'm operating. And before we give you number 10, the final one, remember we're gonna give you an opportunity to download this framework. So it's, as we're calling it, it's rocket fuel to help you launch your new year. Our final one is event to attend, event to attend. I think you, David and Shane, do a fantastic job about this. In fact, you guys did the uh, South by Southwest podcast after you went there. So are you guys going there? Is that your event to attend? Not this year. We've, I've been the, we've been the last two years. I think we're going to cycle out of that and look at something else. I'm actually, you know, part of my work is food. And so I've got a big event at the um, Culinary Institute of America, which is some argue the kind of the premier culinary school uh, in the country that I want to go to that's sort of in my profession along your lines. I want to go to the national championship football game, assuming Georgia gets in it. I, I'm with Because I got kids that are, you know, have been to Georgia and are at Georgia. Yep. So. Um, for me, it's kind of interesting. I'm creating an etched memory around an event. And so my son's about to graduate college. 
Um, we're actually going to go to the Consumer Electronics Show in Vegas here in a couple weeks and uh, and just enjoy that event. It's just packed full of all the latest, greatest technology. It's kind of cool. You get a glimpse into the future with virtual reality and driving you know, autonomous vehicles. Um, so that'll be a lot of fun. But also, as I think to the work that I do, I try and look for relationships, um, like we're going to be looking at Google, we looked at Enterprise last year for folks that do an incredible job with enterprise planning and what that looks like, because that's the work that I have at Chick-fil-A, and so I'll look to create some experiences where we can go and visit and spend time with experts that are doing it maybe a little bit better than we are. That's great. So those are 10 ways that you can help help you launch yourself into the new year. And what we want to do is we want to give you this framework so that you can print it out and actually write this down so that you can have it and look at it in the morning. And as I was talking about earlier, at night for your nighttime, uh, really habit to, to make sure you're getting set and ready and you're putting the big rocks, to use a Stephen Covey example, in, the, in your life to make sure you're focused on the right thing. So to get this free PDF of this framework, Kev, tell us what we need to do. Yeah, we're going to make it really simple. Um, one of the things we've been talking about as a team is making sure resources are really accessible at your fingertips. And so if you're listening to this podcast on your phone or in your laptop right now, if you're working out or if you're doing some yard work or even in your commute, um, don't do this if you commute. But uh, when, when, unless somebody's driving you, exa- unless you're exactly. In a, why can't you do it in your yeah, commute? Why, can, why yeah. can't you do it? If you're, if, you're in a, if you're in an Uber right now and join the back seat there, um, text the word rocket to three four five three four five. So that's the word rocket R O C K E T at two three four five three four five. It's going to ask you for your email address, and as soon as you reply, you're going to get it sent to your email and to your phone. Awesome. Yeah, we try to make it really convenient for you here. So that's so that's the first thing we'd love for you to do. It's a really practical way to start the process of thinking through what your book list is, what your resource is going to be, what you want to delegate. Start mapping that stuff out because eventually it's going to show up in your calendar somewhere. And, I th- and just to add to that, another thing that can make this kind of fun and interesting is if you have a small team that you're leading or you got a team at work, use this resource with them. It's a really cool exercise to do together. And I know, Jeff, you've done that with your team on many multiple occasions, and it's a great exercise to kind of hold each other accountable. And the reason we're doing this is we believe this coming year is going to be a fantastic year. That's what we're believing for us. It's what we are believing for you. So thanks for being a part of the Launch University team and community. And we're very excited about this new resource that we're going to be able to provide to you to help you take your idea and launch it into the world and make the world a better place. MyElevatorPitch.net. Dave, Shane, Kev, anything else? I did forget you said event. I got to go to the Atlanta United game. After listening, Jeff, to you and Shane in your interview with Matt recently, I have not been to an Atlanta United Neither have I. I want to go. That got me jacked up. So, by the way, that that is now on my list, too. So, if you you guys didn't hear that podcast, that was a really good one. It's a fantastic experience. And may each of you have an incredible start to 2018. Uh, We're hopeful that you continue to listen in. we got a lot of great things lined up for 2018, some resources coming your way, and uh, we just hope the best for each of you. Thanks for listening to the Launch University Podcast. We hope it's helped you move from go-getter to difference maker. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes and leave a review. For more helpful resources, visit launchuniversity.com.